Welcome to the Sober Q podcast. Hello, my name is Rhonda and I am an alcoholic and my topic today is how do I know that I'm an alcoholic? Well, I found that out by coming to Alcoholics Anonymous and I, I, my perception of what an alcoholic was was I used to see on the movies or see people lying around in the street and drinking out of brown paper bags, like which I've heard many times in Alcoholics Anonymous. So I first came um, to AA in 1996, um, not through my own hand, um, through going through Wesley at Ashfield, actually, in New South Wales. And um, they had AA came into there and um, we had to go to meetings there. And um, as a set of circumstances, I met, I met a man um, through, who tried to help me over the next few years and um, he advised me to go to AA, which I did um, when I went back to work. I couldn't work for about oh, nine, ten weeks um, doing an outpatients um, at clinic at, at, at Wesley. I found out a lot about the disease and everything like that. But, yeah, I just couldn't get it. So I came into Alcoholics Anonymous, sat there for three years and just kept drinking, trying to fix myself, trying to control it. Okay, next time it'll be different, next time it'll be different. And then in 2001, I asked someone to help me. 1st of May 2001, I woke up. That was my, that's my sobriety date. Um, I woke up and I knew that it had to be finished. It had to be finished, whatever the it was, and the it was the drinking. It was killing me um, and I thought it was actually helping me. I didn't realise until I stopped just how much it was killing me. So we started to go through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous page by page and we got to the doctor's opinion and started to explain what Dr. Silverworth talks about, the disease of alcoholism, the phenomenon of craving, um, that once I start drinking, I cannot stop, and I can't stop on my own devices. That, you know, that doesn't, that, that doesn't happen. In, it tells me in the book, in the average temperate drinker, whatever the average temperate drinker is, I just know for me, it's like I just couldn't stop and I couldn't understand it. And then I'd stop for a little while and then I'd be feeling right, I'd be happy, and then I'd start off again and I'm never going to do it again, never going to do it again. Then I'd start again, never going to do it again, never, never, then I'd start again. So I understand that the obsession, the disease centres in my mind where I don't intend, I drink or fix it and it doesn't fix it. So just have one, just have one, just have two, just have three that first drink that does the damage and stats off that phenomenon of craving, which I said never happens in the other in other people. The book tells me that. And I'm compelled to keep on drinking against my will. And what's needed is an entire psychic change um, if I'm going to, you know, be totally abstinent. And that's what the book tells me. To, you know, entire abstinence, is that, is, that's the only, only solution. How did that happen? Going through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous with a sponsor doing you know the first three steps then making that decision launching it you know to turn my will and my life over to the care of God care of God then launching into action sharing my fourth step um, writing it all out telling the whole truth and as God will have it on the first of, of the actually the 25th of November 2001 my sponsor's AA eighth birthday I shared my fifth step and three days later I woke up and I realised the obsession to drink alcohol had been removed and it's never come back. So that entire psychic change for me uh, was through, you know, taking that, that 
being completely honest with somebody else for the first time in my life, leaving nothing out. And the book and the book promises me that when I do that, I will come to know the nearness of my creator. And that's exactly what happened for me. As I said, my sobriety date's the 1st of May 2001. My fifth step was the 25th of November 2001, a day I'll never ever forget. And three days later, I realised that God had done for me what I couldn't do for myself. That is, remove the obsession to drink alcohol. So through Alcoholics Anonymous, through the big book, through sponsorship, I learned about the disease. I learned to understand what what alcoholism is. And I do still have alcoholism, not alcoholism, but one day at a time, one second at a time, I don't need or want to have a drink because I have had that entire psychic change as outlined in the doctor's opinion. Thank you. If you would like to share your experience on a recovery question, visit the SoberQ podcast website at soberq.com. Thanks for listening.